This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Good everyone, Alex Chateras here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my cousin, pal, the man of the plan, the one and only, the one and only, the one and only, John Maliga. But before you ask John how he's doing, you all know what it is. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't subscribed, please make sure to do so. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also sponsored or partnered with Minute Media and Fan Size. So you can find this podcast over at the Jet Press and the Daily Knicks, or sometimes the main fa- fan sided page if they write about one of those two teams. We're also on YouTube. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, period. Find the page, subscribe, hit the notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. When you watch a video, Hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your opinions on all these videos, okay? We want to know your takes as well. We respond. We love it. We see Blood of the Ponda did not like that idea of keeping Randall, and he said he's not even entertaining that idea. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. We well, know. Jeff's, we know. Jeff's out here trading Obi. Like, he's trading his guy, which is just insane. Which is also just wild. He's like, I want Obi on this team, and then he's like, Yeah, I'm ready to trade Obi. I'm like, What? <laughs> you make no sense, bro. But I digress. If you're also over at that YouTube page, we got another podcast. It's also partnered with Minute Media, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, co-host and our guy Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport. I thought John was stranded on the island today. I saw I saw the clip. No, nope, he was just there at the Masters. No, it's not US Masters. Open, US Open. Bro. US, US Open, sorry. US I'm, Open. I'm, I'm past that. I'm past the rookie just, just watching Masters. Now I'm watching every single tournament out here, man. <laughs> We're out here. This man came all the way up to Massachusetts, <laughs> didn't even say hi, parked his ass. I would say I would think on the eighth hole that from what it looks like. <laughs> this, guy, this guy didn't even say hello, how are you doing? Didn't even ask me to go out for lunch. This guy. I thought I thought we were tighter than that, bro. I thought we were tighter than that. Can't support Massachusetts businesses, man. (laughs) (laughs) And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, my main man. How you doing, bro? How you feeling today? I see you got your Gotham City shirt on. Ready to talk Jets today. I'm loving it. How you feeling, my man? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Everything is good in Jets land right now. You're at the 50 yard line. I'm happy about that. I'm happy about everything going on with the Jets right now. The, the vibes are high everywhere. We'll get into that. So I got a smile on my face. The Yankees murdering as usual. I know it's getting kind of tight right here in the ninth today, but Aaron Judge starting off with a home run against the potential AL Cy Young. I mean, life is good right now. Uh, the Stanley Cup, who cares? <laughs> but. You know, that's all good. We got the U.S. Open coming. I'm starting to get into actual golf tournaments, so that's exciting. I'm hyped about that. And, you know, that 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 silly thing, right? The NBA Finals, Game 6, Game 7, like right around the corner. 
Uh, it's a good time, man. It's a good time right before we get into the big lull of the sports season, dude. About to, it's about to be summer, just baseball. So right now, I'm I'm happy, dude. I'm happy. Everything's good in Jets land. What more can I ask for? Oh, man. I'm feeling you, man. We we just finished uh, volunteer uh, OTAs last week, right? Now we got mandatory mm-hmm. uh, minicamp. So mm-hmm. it's getting that much closer to actual training camp. We're, we're, we're not too far off. We are not I can too far smell, off. I can smell preseason. I can, I, I'm sorry. Right I'm starting to smell it, dude. I'm starting to smell it. It's right around the corner. August will be here before you know it. And, hey, now we're getting some more substantive news. Uh, we're getting some guys giving us uh, some uh, good talking points to discuss, which we're going to get into today. But this guy, we also got uh, we got our video producer, Greg, with us today. You know, so, so Mr. Video Producer Greg, how you doing, bro? You're just a... You just you just you just planted yourself here on this podcast. Look I was about to say he's become become a staple of the, yeah, of, of, the of the Jets feed here. I love it. I love it. I mean, my basketball takes are too hot for the Knicks podcast. <laughs> Your basketball so. takes are. I don't know if they're um, hot, but they're yeah. they're not there. There's something. <laughs> there's something. There's something. That's for sure. So I'm happy you guys are letting me on the uh, Jets podcast, the football stuff. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun talking about the stuff. We started off. I mean. First couple episodes were from the draft, pre-draft stuff. That feels like an, a year ago. And I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm happy the voluntary, you know, mini camp OTAs, whatever it is, is done. We're on to the mandatory stuff. And, you know, some some big names are reported and we're getting ready to go. So I'm very excited. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on the preseason. I'll be here before I know it. I mean, it's June. Summer's here. I'm loving it. I need a little break. In the, I need a little sun, a little relax. You know, relax him before the football season starts because once it starts, goes. I can feel it, man. It, 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 it gets oh, it's going. Good. We're gonna be ramping. Yeah, we're enjoying summer right now. We're enjoying yeah. two episodes a week because once football comes, that means we're back up to three episodes a week. A lot oh, of yeah. content coming out, and then that's that goes on until basketball season ends, man. Whatever the next <laughs> ends, so that's yeah. that's how it works. So, yeah, but you 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 alluded to it, Greg. We got some uh, we got some uh, big names uh, reporting to camp. We got one, Mr. Mackay Becton. Uh, he was up at the podium today, talking about he's got how he's going to shut up all the doubters. I, I, I think that just no. means he's. Gonna, I think that just means Rich Samini. <laughs> he said, "No, no." He said he didn't say he's going to shut up all the doubters. He said he's going to make he's gonna them. Eat, he's going to make them eat their words, which yeah. is very interesting wording from a guy who's everyone's calling fat. He changed his Twitter name to Big Bus Seventy Seven. He also wore, wore a shirt, shirt saying today. "Big Bus." <laughs> it said "Big Bus." It said like uh, a bunch of other criticisms around in that circle, uh, New York Knicks style, <laughs> um, which is um, it's pretty pretty important, I think. Oh yeah, he's ready to prove a point this season. Yeah. He's looking. He's looking at one Mister Rich Simini for <laughs> stirring the pot. So it's. <laughs> It's only fitting that he, he said it while Rich was obviously there and was I, I wonder if he was actually looking at Rich. I wish I could have been in that room just to see who he was looking at when he made that statement. Honestly, like honest to God, I wish I wish I could know. Uh, but yeah, man, Mikai Becton, we got videos of him stretching, being on the field today, doing some drills uh, from what I could gather. Seems just a good day for Mikai Becton to be back on the field. You know, he's has he's coming off. We know about the Liz Frank injury from last season. He didn't play at all. There was expectation where he may have returned last season, but it made sense that he got shut down. Now there's all this doubt. 
You have um, who is it? You got George Font, who's going to be who, as of starting right now, is designated tackle. left starting at left tackle. And then you have Mekhi Becton, who's then going to be moving to right tackle, which is then even causing more controversy on what are we doing with Mekhi Becton? I mean, we had all the, the rumors of like, are you going to trade Mekhi Becton and go dra- draft one of these tackles in this, this, this past draft, right? The 2022 NFL draft. There's just been a lot of rumors, a lot of narratives circling around Mekhi Becton. And it's, it's nice to see him back on the field, ready to go. And it's good to see that he's got that, He's got that drive to, you know, prove everyone wrong. <laughs> Make everyone yeah, eat their own words, man. It's great. What do you, so I'm going to start with you, John. What do you think about it? Dude, I'm hyped Beckton's here, dude. I, I'm hyped he has a chip on his shoulder. I personally think that if the Jets were halfway decent last year, that he would have made a comeback, to be honest with you, even though there was a lot of he's not in shape stuff. I think that was a little overblown and obviously he seems to be, he seems to think it was a lot overblown. I'm glad he's here. Duke Mayweather uh, thinks it's a lot overblown too. Everybody does, but also you know, by that same token, I'm glad you brought him up. He always has this thing about making players switch positions, especially from left to right. Uh, you know, he, he really tore into the jets when we signed Lincoln Tomlinson, you know, to be our, because what we thought he was going to be our right guard because we had AVT slotted at the left. Turns out he took the left and AVT is down to move to the right. So it's interesting that we have Elijah Vera Tucker and Makai Becton, who we were, I mean, if you are, I, I could have bet money last year before the season started that this is going to be our anchor left guard and left tackle for years to come. And now here we are less than one year later. And I'm like, hey, they might be our <laughs> solid foundation anchor for our right guard and right tackle so we'll see how that goes yeah i'm curious i mean damien woody was talking all this hoopla about how thomas is going to be the perfect right guard coming in as a veteran not going to be too hard to switch you know because damien woody played all five spots on the line turns out no that's not what happened so you know i'm done speculating here uh i know that the Jets are out here praising this offensive line, saying that this could be the best offensive line they've ever seen or ever had for, you know, in the recent future, in, in the recent past, which I would like to see that, but yeah, I, that's, it that's, sounds that's, good. I mean, from, from I mean, recent memory, it doesn't sound too hard, but when you say like our memory, then we're throwing in the brick and, and mangled. Well, we just think, got into the think, ring of honor. So it's kind of tough. And think about that line too, that we saw with uh, in 09 and, and 2010, you had Alan Falica. You had Nick Mangold. You had Brickishaw Ferguson. Who else did you have? You had Damian Woody on that line. Like, that was a line, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was a line. They carried Mark Sanchez and Sean Green. Legitimately. They said, hop on, bro. We're, we're taking you down to the other side. <laughs> so that's why, like, when I hear this, like, they could be one of the best old lines. I'm like, you could. Let's see it, man. Just I, be, I love be the confidence. <laughs> just be decent. <laughs> just be it's like, you know, we were, we've been in the dumps for quite a long time. We, if you're average. Sounds good to me. Sounds I agree. great. <laughs> Very great. Greg, what do you think, man? Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm happy with the Jets. Like, we kind of talked about going to the draft a little bit. Like, oh, we don't need this. We're good at this position. We're good at that position. I'm happy that Joe Douglas seems to be like, even though we might be good mm-hmm. at, left tackle and left guard. If he sees an opportunity to upgrade, he goes after it and we figure it out after. I mean, in the NFL, there's so many players. There's going to be so many players on this team. 
that get hurt or you need to switch positions or whatever it is that if we have to do it, we have to do it. I mean, these guys are professional. So I kind of like the idea of having the veteran left, the the young guy right, and just kind of figuring this out. We have a pretty good running back group. It's going to be, you know, I think pretty run heavy, I'm hoping, just because 100%. we're going to lean on them to start. Um, but once we get I mean, going think about here. It. Our first picks were we, we got not only did we get uh, a guard in free agency, we also, you know, drafted a running back. We're, we're, we're only thinking about, you know, beefing up like the O-line, the running game. Like that's where our head's at. Yeah, it just takes a lot of pressure off Zach. So, I mean, that's that's the name of the game at this point. He's going to his second year. We have to let him process and develop and do all the things that he needs to do. So what's better to give him more time with a good offensive line or give him option to run the ball and get three or four yards and not have to throw on third and eight every time you're on the field. So I'm very happy with this offensive line. Very happy that Beckton's back. But also, too, I think we saw this podcast for the last month, month and a half. We all knew this was coming. We weren't worried about him not showing up. We weren't we weren't worried about him not showing up in shape or whatever it is. You know, I think he's healthy. I think he's ready to go. I will say, though, I've said it before. I think we need to kind of tamper our expectations a little bit and just slow down. I don't think he's going to be at a Pro Bowl level, you know, right out the gate. I think it's going to take him six weeks, eight weeks to kind of warm up and get back into game shape and get the flow down. So, you know, I think by the end of the season, if he's healthy and he's playing really well, I think that's a huge success for him going into what is his third year now. So yeah, his third season. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, that makes sense, Greg, right? Because he had the entire last season off. So it's well, it's high expectations to expect him to come back in and, you know, game one, be that same dominant tackle that we saw his rookie season. I mean, it could very well happen, but I agree. We got to temper our expectations and expect for him to be figuring it out as we go, because missing an entire season of actual contact and playing a full year of football, staying in rhythm, that's that's tough. This, this isn't like basketball where you have a lot of repetitions to get back into it. We're talking about 17 games. It's the first six, six games for sure, minimum in my opinion. He's probably going to still be trying to get back into rhythm. But you did mention another player that I want to touch on, which is one Mr. Zach Wilson, because mm-hmm. – you know, we had uh, Dan Orlovsky today talk about Zach Wilson's expectations and how Joe Douglas, the front office, everybody has now given Zach Wilson the amount of weapons to be successful. You talk about Brees Hall. You talk about Michael Carter being the running back tandem back there. You saw, you know, we're having tweets today seeing Brees Hall, uh, Brees Hall being fluid with his motions as it's a running be a back. Beast, bro. Brees Hall is so, going to be so good. He's going to be good, man. It's going to be it's going to be a nice it's going to be a nice one two punch running back system that we got. And then you have, of course. Elijah Moore at the mic today saying it's going to be tough to stop all three of us. It's going to be tough to stop all three of us and talking about Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and uh, Corey (laughs) Davis. I know I'm not saying it. I'm not for him. I want him to chill out, like play a full season. Yeah. yeah, Have have your boy play a full season. Have your rookie (laughs) play like just chill out. You know, but it's like, I like it because to Greg's point, right? Like we talk about Zach Wilson, giving him weapons, even to Orwowski, right? You're talking about Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, uh, Corey Davis, you got your tight ends, Conklin, and you got Uzoma. You got Brees Hall. You got Michael Carter. And then you also got Braxton Berrios. I mean, you got that, – that's just – we're talking about an offensive squad. And then your offensive line is beefed up. Like, they've given Zach Wilson some some stuff to work with. And you hear uh, Orlowski think, saying that he could see Zach Wilson pushing close to 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, a reduction in interceptions, probably around like a 10 mark. 
And what does he say? He's been saying the same thing that we've been saying. He's just got to complete. We're not going to use layups because this is basketball. But, <laughs> you know, he's got to complete the short underneath uh, passes, man. The five yards, the dink and dunks. That's the stuff that he's got to do. And Orvoski was saying that he's throwing short. We saw that, too. So as long as Zach Wilson can do those things and make do the easy stuff, right? We know he can do that. We know he could be he could be beautiful with his uh, with the deep pass and being on the run and finding Corey Davis in the end zone and doing all that type of stuff. Yeah, we know he has that capability to be uh, to to improv on the run when the when the play breaks down. But the simple stuff, right? That was his difficulty. So. And this is just this is just saying the same thing. Like if he can just hone in on the simple stuff, I I honestly I'm not too far. I don't disagree. Do you guys think that Zach Wilson can get to pushing four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, ten interceptions if he fixes those easy passes? I'm with Orvowski on this one. I actually think that Zach Wilson can be teetering around. I won't say four thousand. I'm gonna cut it a little short. I'm gonna be like three thousand eight hundred yards. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. I feel like he's gonna be just shy of. 4,000 yards, but I definitely see 30 touchdowns and I could definitely see 10 interceptions. I think he's going to use that big cannon of an arm to like try to push it down the field. And that's where it's going to happen. And some quick reads in the middle, but I could see Zach Wilson doing it. So Greg, I'm going to start with you this time. What do you, what are your prediction for Zach Wilson stat line this upcoming season? Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about it on was last episode or two episodes ago about kind of what we thought Zach Wilson would be. And I think we were kind of in the low to mid 3000s, if I remember correctly, on what our expectations are. Can he push to 4000? Like, yeah, I mean, guys throw for 5000 yards. So can he do it? He definitely has the capability. It's just a matter of, you know, can he put everything together? He has the arm strength for it is what I mean, is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, he can throw for 4000 yards. I think Michael Flores offense, if it's humming and, we have enough, you know, people in the right positions with enough skill and that know the system well enough. I think his offense could generate four thousand passing yards. Just a matter of if we could put it all together in the second season. It's tough. It's going to be tough to do. I don't know about the. the I don't know about four thousand yards. I think it's going to be like high three thousands. I don't know about ten interceptions, man. I mean, Zach Wilson <laughs> has had problems with interceptions since forever. So. I don't know if all of a sudden now we're going to throw 30 touchdowns. I think 30 touchdowns is reasonable, but I think it's going to be like in the 20s, low 20s maybe. Wow, so you think, you think you see 20 interceptions. Okay, John, what are you I, feeling? If we're throwing man? that much, I think so, yeah. John, what are you feeling? Here's the thing, guys. I I, I don't think it matters at all. <laughs> I don't I don't think – You're not there's... copping out for this one. We're going to need a number from you. But no, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the under on touchdowns. Like, I, I don't care at all because I don't think this is going to be a Zach Wilson-focused offense. I think Greg kind of touched on it. Think about it. Like, our running backs are unbelievable. Like, Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson. Like, well, Michael P. Ryan might not even make the team. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. we have really good running backs. We have Nick Bowden chilling at fullback. Our tight ends, C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Rucker, who we just drafted, Tevon Wesco, who – Played pretty well for us last year, and we re-signed him, so he's probably going to say. Then we have Kenny Yaboa and Lawrence Cager out there, too. Like, all those are all our guys, like, chilling for tight ends. We know what we did to the offensive line. I, I think we're going to run so much that they're going to steal touchdowns from Zach Wilson, okay? Like, I don't think it's going to be this type of, like, oh, we need, you know – 10 touchdowns to more 12 touchdowns to Corey Davis. Like it's not going to be like that at all to be uh, in my opinion. And I think it's going to be 
when he does score, I think it's going to be spread out. Like I think like fantasy owners everywhere are going to be annoyed if you have Jets offensive playmakers, especially pass catchers, because like you might have Elijah Moore and he might get like uh, some Don't PPR. No, no, he's going to do good P- PPR. That's the whole. That's what I'm saying. Like the yards, I think Zach Wilson is going to have a lot of yards. But I don't know if he's gonna have a lot of touchdowns. You know what I mean? We'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. I just think that's the way the offense is gonna play out. But what's most important and the most important number is the turnover number. Okay, because I don't care how many touchdowns he has. He could have 45 touchdowns. But if he had if he's addicted to turnovers like the other guy in New York, Daniel Jones, like it's not it's literally not gonna matter. All right. We have to keep the defense off the field. Right, we're going to get to the defense who's been looking good. We have to keep the defense off the field. We have to run the ball. We got to control the clock. And now we have veterans, man. We got the offensive line rolling. We got veteran tight ends. We just mentioned the running backs who are, in my opinion, above average. Like, am I allowed to say that? Like, above average in that position for the first time in a while. And then you look at the wide receivers, dude. Like, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. And, and Berrios. I'm not going to expect anything from Garrett Wilson because he's a rookie. So, mm-hmm. let, you know, we'll, we'll put him as the number four. Everybody's talking up Denzel Mims. I, I have not seen the coaching staff talk up Denzel Mims ever. Usually they curse him out. It's true. He's come back in, <laughs> according to Michael Ford, he's come back in best shape. Uh, he has a better understanding of the offense, which is good to hear. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to see what this means for Denzel Mims this season. But, John, you're still you're still eluding us. Like, we've given our numbers, Greg and I. What are your numbers? What are your numbers for Mr. Zach Wilson? Oh, man. If, if, if he hopefully, hope to God, plays all the games this year, mm-hmm. I mean, if he, if he gets me, like, 23 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, 15, 16 interceptions, and we win 9, 10 games, I'm good with that, dude. What's the, what's the uh, passing yard? Tell me passing yards. He can have like 3,500 passing yards. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like all that stuff, like 3,250. Like, well, who cares? You know, like that's what I'm, I, I just, I, I think. I understand that you don't care. I just want tall. your prediction. No, 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 no. I'm not, not like, not to poo poo the question. I just, I don't think it's pertinent, as pertinent as we think for Jets' wins. You know what I think is more important, honest to God, is how well Brees Hall and Michael Carter do. Like, if Brees Hall is getting a, a thousand yards, if Michael Carter is getting a thousand yards, then we're killing. You know what I'm trying to say? That, that we are winning ball games. And yeah, if we have a top five, if we have a top five rushing offense, that's well, all I need. Yeah, that's I don't all give we a need. damn about Zach. That's what I'm saying. Not to poo-poo the question. I just don't and, care. Like, and you know for Zach I mean? Wilson not to turn the ball over. I think that's a great point. Like, you know, if we keep our defense off the field, we keep their defense on the field. Well, if you're a top huge win for us. If you're a top five running team, I mean, that also means you're probably controlling time of possession. And if you right. are able to reduce your turnovers control time of possession but that's all i, was, I need like, obviously you got to score i would love i would love for them to score i'm saying i would love but honestly at this point man at this point in my jets Baby life steps. in zach wilson's life yeah just don't turn over the ball just hold possession and stay in the game in the fourth quarter you baby know what i'm steps. saying and no, then and then steps. you could do your zach wilson stuff you could run around throw the ball off the other foot you know tell people to move you know do, do your whole thing but just stay in the game the fourth quarter. Don't throw me four picks versus the Patriots in the first half, uh, I, or three picks, and then you know just start chucking it in the third quarter. I can't handle it. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully, he's, hopefully he's past that point. Hopefully he's past that point. Just I mean, baby look, steps, dude. I don't need him to get thirty-five touchdowns, four interceptions, and win MVP. I just don't need it. You know what I'm trying to say? I, I just need no turnovers. Hold the ball, run it, and punt it. Punt it. Punt all day, bro. <laughs> I don't care. Just punt. So let's get to the defensive side of the ball. 
John, I'm going to start with you this time. What are you seeing and what do you like from today about defense? We know. We know where we're going to start. We got the star of our show, the star of the Jets, Mr. Sauce Gardner. Got a pick six today for 100 yards. Pick six in a, on a seven on seven. And for a 100 <laughs> yards return. Yeah, I mean, nobody's running gonna, after, are, after one yard. Are you walking back any Sauce Gardner takes from before the draft yet? Or are you going to hold out still for a little bit? No, I'm definitely worried about his hips still. You're still worried about those hips over there. It's not so fluid. I'm worried. All I said, John's going to hold out. Sauce Gardner bullies players in college. That's why nobody was doing anything. So I I, I, listen, I hope he bullies players in the NFL. I hope like, please, God, I hope that happens. But he's also playing against Garrett Wilson. Another college guy. Like, wait till he plays against you know real NFL players. It's gonna get tough, in my wait, opinion. Wait until week one where Sauce gets an interception. John's gonna be like, and everything I said about Sauce was wrong. This is my I guy. Hope, oh my goodness, that, uh, he's gonna he's gonna yeah right now. If he, if he <laughs> picks Rashad Bateman, I would love that. I'm not not gonna impress me too much if he picks over Rashad Bateman. But I hope I hope it happens. I'm just I'm looking forward to him going up against real players. I don't. I just don't think he's going to be the best player ever coming out of the gate. But I, I, he did well in the in the, se- in the seven on sevens. It could be that Zach Wilson also, you know, is, is is trying some things. You know, like he always says he does during these seven on sevens. Like he just kind of tries to figure out some stuff. But dude, I'm hyped about our secondary, man. DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner is sick. Like it, it, that's why I was so excited about our offseason going into the draft, and that's why I didn't need Sauce Gardner. At the end of the day, I, I didn't say he was the worst player ever. I just did because we had DJ Reed and we had Bryce Hall. Now Bryce Hall's our number three, and we have Sauce Gardner in there as our number two. Like uh, it's sick. I'm 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 really, really excited about it. And it gets to kind of deodorant our free safety. Like I hope Joyner plays. I hope he does well. But you know, it's the same old story, man. It's Joyner, Ashton Davids. Uh, I, I saw know, an article Riley. that Ashton Davis is having the best camp of his life, that he looks so well improved, all this stuff. Have you guys seen anything of this? Can you confirm this? Can you dispel it? Who? Dude, Ashton Davis. <laughs> I feel like I, it's the Denzel Mims people are just, just swapping out names and writing the same stuff. It has to be. Because here's the thing. He's so fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he, he's, he's a white boy that's fast, so he's, quote, unquote, sneaky quick. Right? Yeah. As everyone says, he's finally healthy. So he probably does look the best he's looked, you know, since joining the Jets. That's true. And, you know, we also, we have no other choice, Greg. Like, <laughs> like what are we going to do if Ashton Davis doesn't play well? It's now we're, so, we're on a fourth string free safety Ashton to start the year. Davis is such an interesting phenomenon on the Jets because we'll have articles saying how Jets are looking to replace Ashton Davis. And then we'll also have articles saying Jets fans should have faith in Ashton Davis. Like, what, what? This guy, why should one, I have faith? And yes, I feel like it's like, it's even hard to say that he'll be replaced because Joe Douglas invested in this guy. It's hard for him just to give up on, on another draft pick from, was it 2020? That is, it's very, it's, that is, that's a rough look, man. So I feel like he, it's nice. I feel like this is kind of a good PR to be like, not all of Joe Douglas's picks are, sh- are sucking from 2020. Because uh, Mekhi Becton, who was a Bryce Hall, those are like the two main guys, in my opinion, that are, are been doing well. Because you got Mims, who's eh. Then Ashton Davis, eh. It's a rough. <laughs> it's a rough look right now. It's a rough look right right now. And Pirine, but, eh. <laughs> eh. 
Yeah. That draft was not that great. <laughs> Just, I'm still so, hyped about our defense, though. The only thing I saw, too, at the free safety spot is talks about trying out a haul for free safety. Now that we have our kind of DBs kind of locked in, maybe, I mean, maybe he's third on the depth chart. Maybe he's fourth on the depth chart. Is there a shot that he gets moved to free safeties or starting free over, safety? Over Jason Pinnock? <laughs> or, well, or Pinnock, Pinnock. Pinnock is, well, Pinnock is a strong safety. So it's Whitehead, and he and uh, Pinnock was playing the strong last year. So he's probably, yeah. he's he's probably going to chill there with Willie Parks. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a stretch to put Hall to put Bryce Hall now at the safety. I, what's wrong with being the third string cornerback? We know that we're going to rotate in and out, and like Sauce Gardner's a rookie. Like I, I, I also, don't, think, I, don't, I don't know. I, I still, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think you want your best players on the field as much as possible. I so. think that's the thing too. It's like however you get your best players on the field to keep you in the game. That's what you're looking at. But even still, like to John's point. Sauce is a rookie. I mean, I don't expect Sauce to struggle dramatically on the field, but he's going to have some games where he's go- it's going to be a little rough. I mean, no, bro, just- he's Darrell Revis, dude. All right, you stop that. He called but- him before the draft. <laughs> okay, what do you want me to do? He never, never let up a touchdown. The guy never let up a touchdown. I don't know, I know. I don't know why we're doubting him already. He hasn't even taken a snap. <laughs> not doubting him, man. It's just a different it's level. Be realistic. It's just like, be realistic. Yeah, man. Just come on. Watching, He's gonna give up one touchdown, and we're all gonna light uh, everybody on fire. Oh, dude, I can't wait! Days. I can't wait for that to happen because, like, that whole stat, everyone said it, and it's just gone out the window as soon as he lets Every, up one. Everyone's gonna freak out. Oh, it was a bust. Oh, we should have <laughs> did this. Oh, like, like, oh my god! In typical Jets, in typical. That's Jets why fashion. I just want to like be a little bit like just just hold your expectations a little bit. He's gonna give up four, five, six, maybe even seven touchdowns this year, but it's still gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be okay. So what do we do at the free safety position then? If it's not Hall, if it's not it's Joiner, man, it's not Ashley. Davis, actually, John, we're actually Hall putting John, John out there. We're actually putting John out there. Free safety, he's out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just Joiner, the guy who's hurt, hurt. He season after season can't play a full year. That's a recipe for the Jets' free safety under Salah. His injured free safeties, whether it's Joiner, whether it's Davis, and even what even Willie Parks was injured, right? Even Riley was hurt. I feel like that's the one position we can't figure out yet. I think we're still bring me Carry Rhodes, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we need I wonder carry. I wonder if I wonder if like they'll so we had Sherwood and uh Hamza, right, who were safeties mm-hmm. that converted to linebackers. I wonder if at some point maybe they kind of nudge over to free safety if we need them. You know what I mean? Especially because I think Sherwood was calling the defense before he got hurt as a linebacker too, as a rookie, which was bananas. And then, then he got hurt. And then Hamza got hurt. It was a whole thing, man. I, I last year was crazy. The whole safety thing is pretty wild, but the whole listen, defense Greg, last year was wild. We, at, we, we listen, lost Greg, everybody. Everybody's telling me that safeties don't matter. So here we are, right? If it's free safeties don't matter, then safeties don't matter. <laughs> let's, let's see how it goes. We shall see how and it we goes. have the best linebackers in the world. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> number one. Number so one. I'm told. So I'm told that uh, C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, and Hamza Nasruddin. That's the that's the Hall of Fame. Might as well be the 2000s Ravens. <laughs> You're slandering Quincy Williams. This is a friendly podcast. When it comes Slander. To- he's he's start. He's our starting Sam. <laughs> Let's go. Cut from the Jaguars. Here we are. That's right. And we won. <laughs> and we won. All right. We got the. 
we got the we, we got the Williams brothers, all right? And it's gonna I'm be hyped. great. I'm hyped that we have Williams. But you know, you talk about settling expectations, man. You're talking about settling expectations for 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 Sauce Gardner, but I want to talk to you about I want to talk to you guys about expectations because on NFL Total Access today, you know, we got uh we got we got some talks about the Jets winning uh ten games this season. That it's possible that they win ten games. Now, this is Gerald McCoy who who made the the who made the statement that the Jets are going to win 10 games, be better than the Dolphins this season. Do you guys think the Jets are winning 10 games this season? <laughs> I mean, it's tough because it's like, is it possible that they win 10 games? Like, sure, it's possible. I mean, it's possible they win the Super Bowl. That's why there's odds on it. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if that's okay. the same type of possible. Possible. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <laughs> it's not a zero percent chance because I, I think it's a seventy-five and one chance, and yeah. there's only thirty-two teams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's possible. It's obviously more possible, more likely to win the Super Bowl, but it would feel like that if if the Jets come out and we win ten games and we make the playoffs, it would feel like a Super Bowl to me because. Mm-hmm. We're we're a young organization, top to bottom, and we're putting the pieces together. The thing that I'm more interested in is, are we going to have a better record than the Dolphins? For sure. There's there's so many teams out there who people are saying are better than the Jets that have first-year coaches, and I just don't get that. I feel like it takes a while, not even like first-year coaches, first-time coaches. I think it takes a little while to get your feet under you as a head coach especially being it the first time. So I don't know. I think, I think we're going to be better than the Dolphins. 10 wins might be a little bit of a stretch, but I think there's a chance we're right there. The over-under is what, five and a half? Got to hammer it up the to over. six. I think it went up to six, man. And rightfully so. I think we're going to be middle of the pack. John, what do you think? Every time, and you know how many times I've stared at the schedule. Every time I, I, I look at the <laughs> schedule and I try to be as conservative as possible, I'm uh, I'm bottoming out at seven. I'm really I'm bottoming out at seven. My max is ten, right? So I I can't see getting over ten. Like that's an unbelievable year where like we're able to like we'd have to beat like the Patriots twice. We'd have to beat the Dolphins twice, and we would need a couple balls to bounce our way. Yeah, like we'd have to beat the Bills once, and we'd have to like surprise <laughs> yeah. some teams. We would need to go like three and four against the AFC North. Yeah, it's exactly. actually looking more and more likely. I mean, who knows what's going on with the Browns anymore? So, Browns, uh, even the I, I won't, I won't say it, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's get the so, let's, let's save it. Let's, let's yeah, save it. yeah, let's save I it. I know where you're going. Let's save it. But who are they going to uh, throw to, John? That's my only question. Who are they going to throw to, dude? Are they going to pay the quarterback? Is he even going to play? Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, with the, when it comes to the Jets, are can they go into Lambeau Field and win a game? everything in my brain says no you know what i mean but if they're able to pull that out somehow some way by accident you know run the ball don't turn it over make make my life finally satisfied by traveling and winning a game on the road (laughs) you know what i mean if they're able to do these things maybe win a game on the west coast like anything like in denver you know what i mean against your boy russell wilson like things like that the jets will never do you know what i mean like these are things that we know the jets don't do top 10 quarterback russell wilson if they're if they are able to somehow, some way, you know what I mean, get over that hump of surprising the world and 
all that means is just winning a game, like winning a game in Lambo, winning a game on the West Coast, beating the Bills once, sweeping the Patriots, like anything like that, that jumps us to 10. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the 10 is my ceiling. I don't think it's insane. But what does a 10 spot give us? Is a 10 spot division or is that like impossible because of the Bills? 10 yeah. wins? That's, I, yeah, that's a second like wild card, card or a third? Second. Man, maybe, what? maybe third. I don't know. 17 games. You got an extra game in there. This guy's definitely second. That's definitely if second. It's, if it's second and there's potential in some crazy world that we can host a playoff game at some point, I will go insane. I will, I will like go like just, just, just that option. Like I will buy a ticket for Matt Life just to hold it. Like I even though John I know will go from back. John will go from <laughs> printing out the graphic of in the hunt to <laughs> hosting home open home Dude. wild card game. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. No, we're not going to host a home walk game. I'm just saying at some point, like if, if there's some team behind us in the playoffs, I'm just going to say it's possible. But anyway, this is yeah. just my crazy, my crazy, you know, fantasies. What I really think is going to happen is I think we're going to be in the hunt right around eight games, maybe nine, and then staring at the Dolphins. January 8th, week 17. Funny story. I had uh, put in a, a request with the Dolphins to hit me up once the season schedule dropped, just hoping that the Jets were going to play there in the fall or winter. So I can get like a nice weekend in Miami, get some good seats, talk to the guy. So he called me today. You know, it was him. I answered. We had some banter back and forth. It's like, oh, you're a Jets fan. I'm sorry. I was like, bro, you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> we're going at it a little bit. But dude, I think that's going to be one of the most important games of the year. I was like, man, I'm going to keep your number. Like I know my Christmas is January 7th. This game's January 8th. I know it's tough. It's tight. But if it's to get into the playoffs, I have to exercise demons. You know how I feel about that, Alex. I have to exercise that Ryan Fitzpatrick, Buffalo demon. I might go to Buffalo this year for that. I may well, have so. to hold you from going to that game, man. I may, if, if you were at that last game, which caused. We'll see. I literally might. I literally, December 12th, December 6th, I literally might go to Buffalo because I, I haven't been there since that game and nothing has gone well since You can that go to that one. Game. Just don't go to the Dolphins final, final game. We'll Just see. don't do that one. We'll see Miami, dude, in January. I don't know. <laughs> it's tough to pass up. It's tough to pass up. This guy. This guy. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I, I think t- I agree with you, John. We're 10. I can see 10 being the max. I think seven's the more, seven, eight is probably like the more realistic spot for this team just wow. because second year. We're on the same page, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's either great news or horrific news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the question is, how do they get? to seven wins how's that journey look is it like all right this looks like a cop of the team or is it like seven wins and just like complete and utter mayhem just like what just I'm happened down. to get <laughs> i'm down for the mayhem bro i'm da- i don't care at all dude i don't care at all i don't need to win pretty i don't need the fashion i don't need zach wilson to get at me to, to, to be the MVP you know it's funny guy. you know conklin funny? could conklin could throw touchdowns every game i don't give a damn bro <laughs> I don't give you know a damn. it's you know what's funny is that jericho cotry was at the jets practice today and his Twitter page, like the header image uh, on his Twitter profile, is mm-hmm. him making that crazy one leg catch against Let's the go. Cleveland Browns. Well, Let's like say him, the Browns, him and Baker yeah. against the Browns, bro. I'll never forget yeah, those two catches. That that catch, woo! And that's just, I just think about that season as being complete mayhem, like absolute complete mayhem. Just like things are just like never knowing what's going to happen with that. <laughs> like the way they beat the Lions that season. The Browns, we beat the breaks off the Steelers. <laughs> yo, we, yo, you know what's funny? We play all those teams this year. So True. weird, man. It We're is. We do. 
but it's just so weird. That season was like truly like I have no like we it was a nine six game opener against the 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 Packers. Like we legit stopped Aaron Rodgers from scoring a touchdown. Listen, I I legitimately think Alex, I, and this is this is where I sound crazy. I think our defense, our defensive line is so good, and our running backs are so good, and our offensive line is so good. We're just recreating we're gonna, the same damn thing. We're gonna have, we're gonna win games like fifteen to nine, or like, or like twenty to thirty. Like nobody's gonna want to watch a Jets game. It's not gonna be on red zone. Zach Wilson's gonna stink, and we're gonna win ball games. Like I, I, I when I look at that defensive line, I legitimately, I get excited about the new Madden. Like that's how that's how I'm like, dude. It's it's insane from top to bottom. The defensive line is ridiculous. I wouldn't actually be opposed to getting mad in this season because of the Mr. Jets. Madden's on it. And obviously, if you're listening right now, you know we do a Madden giveaway. So make sure to stay on that. We're gonna we're gonna make it a little harder next year. So we'll keep you tuned in on that. But yeah, man, Mr. Madden back on it since last time was 04 or 05, the hit stick, the hit stick mm-hmm. year. Or no, Ray Lewis was on the hit stick year. Yeah, Ray Lewis was the hit stick. Yeah, I forgot. That, oh man, was like, you want to talk like, about you want to talk about an intro to to Madden that intro that Ray that Ray Lewis uh, intro. Stick, you know the the hit stick changes changed everything. It did, but that intro, but like honestly, like that intro, like you want to just get hyped, just go go to YouTube, run that Ray Lewis intro, leave your mark, like leave your mark, and he, I was like, yes, sir, I will go leave my mark. On this world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ultimate team, go. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm gonna put this on super easy and win 99 to 16. Don't you worry, right? Greg, Greg Jennings coming, coming back. Yeah, throw for seven touchdowns. You had Jerry Rice running them hills. <laughs> so, Greg, what's your floor here, bro? For the floor Jets is, season, floor is like four, four, four. Oh ones. my god! You think it's possible, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we, uh, based on just probability of injuries, probability of people not putting it together, just some position groups that we think are going to be good just turn out to not be that good. I definitely think there's a possibility that we win four games. I mean, if you look at any mock draft, way too early mock draft, if you look at ESPN's fa- football power index, we're the worst I'm team I'm hating football. this right now. So, no, no, this is important, Alex. This is I don't important. know who to believe. This is important because... If you're, I'm in a couple of group chats with Greg, and everybody's flipping out because every single thing has the Jets drafting first overall next year, which is really ridiculous. Like we're not projected in any Vegas odds to be last. Our over under is not on the bottom. Like, what's the issue? Why are we literally picking first? Like, you don't have to do that, guys. You could just do a mock draft with the number one guys and just leave the team out. Like, yeah, like I'm honestly just, I hate that, but I'm starting to hate like this ESPN statistics stuff, like. Going to the NBA Finals, they had like, the Celtics giving them like an 88% chance to win. It's like, in what world is are <laughs> the Golden State Warriors not 50-50 at least? Like, it's crazy. So, all this stuff out there, they say the Jets This is suck. why you don't listen to ESPN for betting advice. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, do we stink? I don't know. There's like seven teams with new coaches, like three or four that are first-time coaches. Like, Well, the Dolphins ain't going to be that much. The Dolphins, I just can't. The last time, actually... The, the when the Dolphins did have a first time head coach in uh uh Tony Sperano, RIP to Tony, they did they did win the division that year. They did go eleven and five. And when he was Flores a first time coach though too? He was. I'm not saying every Dolphins head yeah. head coach wins. Uh I don't even think what's his name? Uh Ace. You really just had to say that name, did you? <sighs> yeah, I thought think. you were talking about. 
I was thinking about the guy before him. Uh, who's the guy before him? Uh, Philbin. Oh, forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. You know what's you know what's great great about our schedule. At, at the end, we our schedule gets easy after the bye week. So if we just keep it five hundred or so going into the bye week, it, it really plays thing. into our game. You know that's what I mean? The, like it's all running cold. We got the Bears, we got the Vikings, like the Bills, the Lions, Jaguars at the Seahawks. Like this is. You know what I mean? Like that—that's—that's that's a run the ball, don't turn over. You figured it out. You had nine, ten weeks. Like there's almost no excuses after the bye week, in my opinion, man, for this team. Yeah, yeah I mean, my my only concern is, like I said, position groups. Like, are we just talked? You talked a second ago, John, about like the defensive line being like unbelievable. It's like, are they unbelievable at NFL level? Or are they unbelievable for the New York Jets? <laughs> the best defensive line we've yeah. had, but I think I think I don't honestly, know if they're a top think... fifteen defensive line in the NFL. Here's the thing, man. What I, I honest, I, I know I'm a Jets fan. I know, and I, I know I'm biased. I, I get that. I get, I get yeah. that I'm biased. I'm with you. But dude, Carl Lawson coming back, uh, we don't know what he's gonna look like. If he looks halfway decent, he's he's unbelievable, man. He was one of the highest signings. He's for the NFL. You know what I mean? And he he had enormous amount of sacks, best year of his life. Just last year, Quinn Williams, he's on a contract year. We know what we say about players on a contract year. John Franklin Myers just got paid, kind of played like crap after that. And now everybody's talking about how he's back, how he's doing well, and he's got the starting position. Behind those guys, literally behind those guys, that was just the three. I didn't even name the edges. We got Sheldon Rankins. We got Solomon Thomas. We got Bryce Hall. We got Vinnie Curry. We got Nathan Shepard. Like, that's depth, man. And on the end, we got Jermaine Johnson, who we all know I'm super hyped about. Jacob Martin, okay. But, dude, Michael Clemens. Like Michael Clemens sitting back there now. We had the one interview in the beginning. We all got hyped about him. I'm curious. He could affect the game, man. If he just wins one game, like imagine one game, just one game where he goes absolutely nuts. That's it. Like the, now we're over the hump. You know what I mean? That, like that's a game that we were never going to win in the last eight, nine, ten years. And our defense won it for us. Like that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I mean, we're just talking about it and it just got me thinking, like, maybe we could start doing, like, a segment or something like that where you just rank position groups. Because, like, I want to know, like, where you have the Jets in the NFL defensive line-wise. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, let's we do don't that, do let's do that next episode. Let's do that next episode. Yeah. We're, we're going to predict all of our units. How about that? Yeah, That'd we'll all good. go through the NFL. Let's we'll do put, AFC. We'll let's do AFC. Let's do AFC. Okay. All right. Let's do all 30? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. At some point, we'll roll around a quarterback and we'll really get after it. We'll obviously, really know where everyone stands. Obviously, Jets are number one in all categories. <laughs> oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, I was saying, your list is going to be quick. Especially linebackers, number one. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> all right, I have a question. Speaking of, speaking of depth chart stuff, I know that Alex hates hearing about this, but I'm, I have a feeling Greg might indulge me. We got, we, got, we got a little kicker competition and two guys with names this year. Oh goodness Greg, gracious. Greggy Greggy Z. Greg, you're a kicker? And we got and we got Eddie Pinheiro, the, the double doink, but he played really well for us last year. I can't Greg, kick you're it kicking? far, but I can kick I can kick it straight though. Kick <laughs> Greg's kicking. You're a uh, video Greg, producer and a kicker for the New York Jets. God damn. Yo, I'm, phenom- think, I'm a man? phenomenal talent. What do you think, man? What do you think? What do you think about the Z man? <laughs> we're talking about Greg Zerline. Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't heard that name in like five years. <laughs> like, Dude, I don't he's know. On I'm squad, not, ha- bro. He's on not happy squad. about either of these options. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pinero killed it for us last year. To be give fair. me Eddie Pinero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so I, you don't care either. No, nah, not really. You just got to go out you there do. and make them. I, I'm still bitter that we traded that we let the dude go to Seattle. I forget his name. Myers. 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 Like, like, what's going on? Like, we had one good thing going at the time, and we just let him walk. That's why we signed Braxton Berrios. We have both. We have both. That worked out for Braxton. We, we had died our... so Braxton Berrios can get resigned. <laughs> we had we had Jason Myers, and who was our who was our uh, Roberts? Was it Andre Roberts? Andre or... Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Andre he, Roberts. Sucked, he sucked after. He had one good game that was against the Jets. I'm just saying As that both, both they both made the Pro Bowl that season. They both made the Pro Bowl that season. No, I'm saying after, after. He yeah, only yeah. had one good game, and it was literally against the Jets. <laughs> one revenge right. game, and that was it. That's all he had left in the tank, of course. Yeah, kicker stuff, I don't care too much. I mean, at this point, none it's of the guys kickers, that we bro. have coming in are like, going to be good. I'm not, I'm not knocking kickers and how important they are, but it, how no, much can we are, actually, actually? I'm actually not. That's <laughs> exactly what you're doing. <laughs> no. But how can we evaluate them during, like – I'm saying, who do you want? I said Eddie Pinheiro. Like, yeah, like, Pinheiro. Give me Pinheiro. Until he, until he misses a bunch, and then we'll bring in Greg Zerline. Until he misses a bunch, we'll bring in someone else. We'll get so the Greg kid Z- from Duke who's working in financial advisor, and then he comes <laughs> yeah. in every single year, and then he gets mad that we don't sign him. Yeah. I'm down for that guy, too. I forgot his name, but it's all, it's all good. I remember his name for too long. All right. Last thing. We got some propaganda coming up for the Jets uh, that should Talking. be coming out today. We got the, the four episodes. Uh, I, I mean, they they win awards, so it's not that's honestly not even a hometown thing. They literally win national certificate oh, awards. Don't don't get me, look. You watch those videos; it is very captivating, very well done, very well edited. The 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 high definition and the resolution on those damn cameras is just <laughs> next next level. Cool. The way they get you hyped, bro. The way that they interview the players and get like the coaches involved and they can create a good storyline, like truly top tier, top tier work. Like, we'll not knock it. But I have to stop watching it. Like, I can only watch like a few of them because Eric Allen, you are amazing, my man. You really know how to get Jets fans hyped. You really do know how to get Jets fans hyped. And I've been doing this, this for, for so long. So long. I remember when it came into like, the the what was it the two 2011 and 2012 seasons when we had Sanchez and the four and twelve season in twenty uh, <laughs> when you had Kaepernick and the 49ers doing everything that you wanted the Jets to do when, when we had Tebow and I was like oh yeah this team's gonna be it this team's legit I just watched everything that Eric Allen made man this is where you have to just pump the brakes like truly pump the brakes great film got pump the brakes. Flight 22, baby. Flight 22. More propaganda. <laughs> we got the full preseason. All the episodes came out right now. Check it out. I'm hyped. The, our friends who have seen the exclusive where, you know, uh, Alex alluded to Krabat and Kachari going to practice today. They all said it was amazing. They watched all four episodes, I'm pretty sure. So they, they had a day. <laughs> um, you know. I'm really excited, dude. I'm excited about the propaganda. I'm ready to eat it all up. I'm, 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 I'm convincing myself that August is right. This around. is why John comes in every season. Far. This is why John comes in every season. Jets are winning ten games. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to be. I just want to get. I just want to make the playoffs, man. I don't think that's crazy. It's not even crazy, the- but it's like even during times where it was like under Adam Gase. I remember it was like we could get ten. You could get ten. And it's like not say ten wins with Adam Gase, bro. Pull that up, bro. Pull it, like Pull it up. Like Pull you did. Pull it up. Pull it up, son. Anyway. We'll have to do some deep diving on that. Deep it's not that it's, it. not, it's really not that far. I did think Gates was a good signing. I'll tell you that right now. Because, it, because I mean, it was a good philosophy. We had all defense with this scrub, Todd Bowles. 
excuse my language, but he's gonna stink with Tampa. <laughs> and then on the other side, we have no offense. So we decided to bring in the quote unquote offensive guru, who one of the best quarterbacks of all time told us this guy's the best. He helped me. Well, I mean, what, what do you want the Jets to say? Like, I totally get why we signed him. I totally know why I ate it all up. Greg was done from the post-game press conference. I blamed it on lack of hat wearing. And then here we are, like two wins later after four years, right? Like he was the GM for a second. I mean, you can't put, you can't give me all the blame for Adam Gase. I feel like that's a little unfair here. I'm not giving you all the blame. I'm just saying you, you chose 10 wins under Adam Gase. <laughs> you know, yeah. It wasn't the first season either. It was the second season. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I mean, like you say ridiculous things every day. It's fine. But you never give me props when I'm right, which is all cool. That's just how you roll. But either way, hey, that's not true. <laughs> either way, either way, I do think it's very possible for the Jets to get that double digit 10. But really, playoffs is not unrealistic for the Jets this year. I think it's about plus 660. I think, see, I think like, that's, one that's of the what best I'm saying. Bets. Like, you say it's not unrealistic, and you say it's plus 660. Like, plus 660 is unrealistic. That's why it's plus 660. Is it though? Like uh, yes. all, all the free, all the yes. all the non division teams are all plus. All the like not favorites to win the division are all plus money. So even the like the Patriots is that unrealistic to make the playoffs? Like plus four hundred or something. I think they're like plus four fifty. Like it's right there. You know what I mean? Everybody right. right now, the 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 odds are high. Like I think even the Steelers to make the playoffs is like uh, right around where the Jets are. Is that unrealistic? Uh, Tomlin's never missed the playoffs. Never been under five hundred in his whole life, even if he's the quarterback. So like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. You have Mitch Trubisky, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> like you know, he what did I mean? not make it. Was Mitch made the playoffs what once? Right? Did he make the one, playoffs once or twice? I don't know. He stinks, man. I don't care. I don't I don't know. Know. <laughs> like, he's so bad. I don't even pay attention to him. But yeah, I, I, I still, I'm, I'm still holding up. Uh, I'm optimistic right now about the Jets. There's nothing that worries me. Besides stopping the run on the defense and stopping the tight ends, but if that's the only two holes, I just I feel like we can win games, man. We can win fifty fifty games like that. It's not like last year where there was no chance. Like we have to either come up with an insane game plan, like we did with Tennessee somehow, or like we did with Cincinnati somehow, or we're not winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. it. Like it's either we it's either we like figured out the puzzle. Or we have no chance. This year, I think we're going to keep it close in the fourth quarter, and I think we're going to win some 50-50 ball games. I don't think that's crazy. That's all I'm saying. I don't disagree. I like it. All right, so I guess the last thing we got to do here is say our goodbyes to our boy, DJ Bienemy. Uh Yeah, that's sad, man. Friend no. of the show. Not dead. Sounds like he's dead right now. <laughs> just, just love the Jets beat. Yeah, leaving the Jets beat. He hasn't announced when, where he's going to next. His last day on the Jets beat is June 24th. We got the whole serenade of goodbyes and how good he is. And he was really a good Jets beat writer, really covering the Jets in a different way for the daily news that we haven't really seen. Instead of just a spin cycle of just slander and nonsense of, if you could call what it was before DJ reporting, uh sure uh but dj has done an awesome job so shout out to dj for the awesome job and hopefully like seeing him go on to bigger and better things after uh leaving the daily news probably definitely will i mean like i said he was covering the jets in a different way for the daily news and just in general man just how he was breaking down players breaking down the game it was really informative really good stuff really gave the daily news uh 
credible report that you can go back to and reading and just like actually enjoy. And it wasn't just some spin cycle of just nonsense and just slander. So it was actually really good reporting. My guess is he breaks down some cornerback film somewhere for someone because that's what seemed to be his niche. But we'll see, man. Uh, um, we are uh, eternally grateful for him coming on, showing us some love. Uh, he was good. We made fun of him about being a Heat fan. We made fun of him about being a Dolphins fan. That will never stop. But he did teach us a little bit about how to, you know, uh, toil in some murky waters, I would say. Right? He, 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 t- he took the brunt of it every single day. I mean, even if he said, like, Zach Wilson looks good, everything would go insane on his end. So, <laughs> like, just like, yeah, man, this is what I saw. He threw a nice pass. So, I'm excited for him to give us his complete now objective opinion <laughs> on the Jets, like complete, complete objective. And we know he has Connor, uh, Connor Hughes in the house. That's his boy. So we know anything that DJ says is still pretty accurate. So I'm, I'm excited about what, what comes through uh, that Avenue from now on, but yeah, man, shout out to him. Dude, another year in the books, man, Rich Samini. Watch another guy come up and down. Oh, this guy is just holding it down, dude. He's like, oh, yeah, this guy's good. Yep, mm-hmm. yep he's the future. Mm-hmm. 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 One year later, it's like you couldn't handle it, bro. You couldn't handle <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> no one could handle the Jets except for me. So he's still holding his throne. Rich Samini, been covering the Jets since uh, the New York Titan days. I wonder what that was like, man. I wonder if he saw, I wonder if he the saw the single, twinkle in the I wonder if he saw the single bar football helmets. Do you think so? Do you think yeah. so? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, when he was a kid, they barely didn't have helmets. They used the leather. <laughs> we should have him on and ask. I hey, love that. Hey, I Rich, how was it covering the uh, covering football when they just had leather hats, no shoulder pads? <laughs> we should we should submit that to his next mail time for sure. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm sure he'll. <laughs> I'm sure he'll definitely love that question and really want to engage with us. Yeah, guy Beckton might. So I'm down. Guy Beckton might just come on. If we do Kai that, Beckton might make this his new favorite podcast. If we did that. <laughs> oh, man. But I think on that note, this is a good place to end it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets, Etc. podcast. You know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. If you haven't done so already, we're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, all Stitcher Union. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We're also partnered with Fanside and Minute Media, so you can go find this podcast over at the Daily Knicks and the Jet Press. We're also on YouTube, so make sure to go find the page, Knicks, Jets, etc. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. You can watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. And while you're over there, we got the podcast, which is also partnered with Minute Media. Winning Picks Weekly, John, video producer Greg, our guy and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every sport, NBA, NFL, MLB, PGA, NHL, you name it. These guys can put money down on the line. They are there. You are there. And if you go put money down the line, listen to these guys. These guys got you covered. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You name it, we're there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Jets Etc. podcast. And don't worry, John. I do agree with you. We can't cover a tight end. Jordan Poole is... Jordan Poole is closer to Jordan Clarkson. It's all good, man. We we agree. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We need to clip that.
I said on the last episode, relax. I said on the last episode. Greg, what do you feel about Jordan Poole? Is he still MVP right now? Yeah, I mean, he was hitting three-quarter court shots to end the third quarter. All right, we're not there yet. All right, but yo, shout out to shout out to the Lightning right now. I have thirty five plus saves from each of the goalies. I really hope this goes into OT right now. That was a plus nine eighty bet. Speaking of winning picks weekly, I got Lightning who are underdog to win the series. Really can feel a lot better about the Rangers losing. Let's go! Give me a Game Seven NBA Finals. Give me Lightning to win, and then give me just playoffs. You want Game Seven of the NBA Finals? Or you want just the Warriors to win in Game Six and go home? Yeah, come on, bro. Sunday. You don't think that the NBA Finals is going to end on a Sunday? Like, come on, bro. It's going to end on a Thursday night. Don't be ridiculous. It, it has happened in the past. Let's not act like it has I think the LeBron the did that, right? I think uh, LeBron did that. Where it was supposed, I thought it was going to go one game for, for ratings, and he ended it. Right? Spurs, Spurs did that, too. Spurs yeah. did it. Spurs did it. Spurs, Spurs took I out. I think the Ray, uh, Allen, the Ray Allen shot. That went to that, that went to seven. That went to seven. That was seven. Yeah, that went to seven. You had uh, Spurs didn't come back the following year, take it down to six. We did have the Warriors sweep the Cavs with KD on that. That happened one year. We had them in five. We had them in four. Let me tell you, man. It, Scott Foss is probably gonna try to extend this thing out. Now we're totally off the rails. But Scott Foss is probably gonna try to extend this thing out. The probably. Yo, yo, speaking of Scott Foss extending games out. Do you guys think that Seth Curry's going to have a big game in Boston or not? Clay game six. Yeah, I think Steph's going to have a big game. I think Clay's going to have a big game. I think they're going to close it out. Okay. Clay game six. That's what he's known for. I think, I think it's Tatum game six. And then we're, we're going to see what happens game seven. We'll see. We'll see. But on that note. What you got, Ricey? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> but on that note. Thank you yeah. for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We out. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.